Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. With three childhood best friends who were discussing everything life has had to throw at us and all the lessons we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi girls. Hi. It's morning time when we're all a little bit croaky. I know. Sniffly, croaky, it's that time of year when it's knackers. The most wonderful time. It's not the most wonderful I'm time. I know, Jane's like, it's the most wonderful time. And I'm like, we're knackered, we're tired, we're croaky. It's cold, it's raining. Girls, it's so cold. It's so cold. I can't, I, I just can't get myself used to it. I know. Every time I'm I go for well. a wee in the middle of the night and I come back, I, it's like the first time you get into the bed and it's freezing fucking cold. I'm not happy. <laughs> I, I, I vaguely remember it being absolutely freezing this time last year. Didn't it snow the first week in Christmas last year? Did I get it that? It at some point, didn't it? But I didn't know if that was like... I no. think it was early on, you know. I can, I vaguely, anyway, irrelevant because I was. someone was saying the same thing last night in the pub. One of the Christmas, I was like, it's so cold. I was like, it's not. It's sweating because I'm running around, obviously. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, if you're cold, it? you're not working hard enough. <laughs> Literally, I was like, oh, is it? Is it cold sitting down doing the thing? Is it? Is it really? Want some glasses to collect? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I love Christmas, guys. I do know. No, it's just really busy <laughs> in hospitality. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's like I said it last week, but everyone gears down and winds up for Christmas, and I'm like ramping it up do you know what i've not yeah. been taking any vitamins and i think that's got ginkgo biloba that's what it is that <laughs> is ginkgo biloba get some of that in you i've had a lot of brain fog and i'm going to put it down to not taking the ginkgo biloba see there we go not the fact that i'm having like four hours sleep a night not that <laughs> oh old tom the nutritionist Tell tom the nutritionist you know he's missing a trick here he's missing a trick Arsenal would would be like ten points in front by this point, you know. I will pass that on. Yeah, I'm sure. At the moment when we're getting our oh, girls on the just quickly on the note of Arsenal, we had a couple of estate agents come round just to like value the flat and talk through um, renting and different things. And as they've walked in and they've like looked into the cupboard of doom, obviously there's loads of the Arsenal suitcases there, and they it was the day after uh Arsenal won and Declan Rice scored in like the last second or so ridiculous mm. and every one of them would look at Tom and be like oh, I bet you couldn't even I bet you was on the edge of your seat watching it last night they just basically think he's a massive super fan and obviously like I'd be like oh no 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 I work for him and he just looked and he was like yeah mate yeah I was yeah <laughs> Like, four people in over the day and they all said it and I was like at some point he's gonna crack and just be like I work for them but no no he's stuck with super fan all the way along oh do you know what Elle that's what you two are known as you know the ones uh that are Arsenal super fans in the I, office yeah yeah <laughs> what flat's that the Arsenal super fans flat oh that's brilliant Oh, oh, I love that about Tom. See, there are two different types of people in this world. There are people that keep their mouth shut and just, you know, don't mind meshing into the background, secretly knowing 
they are they are really cool and then there's people like me they're like oh no no i work for them oh yeah oh, no, oh. i'm that as well oh, i was that? to jump in and be like and um, he actually works for them and he's actually head of nutrition but like i just looked <laughs> and i thought he's not going to appreciate this so <laughs> tell us what how little the flat worth at the is worth at the moment because the market is so bad and move on please oh man no no sod them just be like no we add a value you should have told him it plays for them what about the value oh god i wish i wish it could affect the market that badly but sadly no one wants to spend that much money on a house these days which is which is sad or in a flat but Tell them Saka comes around regular. Say Saka sits in this seat. Saka Saka sits in this seat. Mm -hmm. And we're selling it with. Talking of the estate agents, something some of them were saying. And I and we were talking about them, and Tom was like, this fucking classic estate agent. And I was like, you know, Jade was an estate agent once. And he was like, No, I did not know that. And now I'm like getting all the visions. Because he was like, she's the least estate agent in the sense of. You know, half of them just like lie and try and bullshit you, yeah. and they're very like they think they're cocky. It was like I would have loved to have seen Jade as an estate agent. Well, girls, honestly, there was a glass ceiling to my abilities as a, an estate agent because, like, I'm obviously I'm here. I'm here for the I'm here for the charisma and the charm and the enthusiasm and all. Let me help. I'll do. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a yes person. It's only so much you can do when you're selling shit property, right? Mm. And I didn't have it in me to lie to people because that's a lot of money to lie about. But genuinely, I do think that I am part of the problem as to why the market went so stupidly high at one point. Because within three weeks of being in there, let me tell you now, it's a fake it till you make it industry. They were asking me to go out and value properties within three weeks of working there. And I was like, oh, and uh, they obviously saw something in me, girls, because they was like, she's got this in the bag. I don't think it's that. I think that they were really short-staffed and they was like, shit, just get, just uh, change Jade up. Anyone, me. send anyone out. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, anyone going for it. Um, and obviously I'd done my research and I was looking and I was like, right, okay, so we go to this property. I've obviously got somebody there with me, like, um, you know, kind of overshadowing, overshadowing, whatever, helping me. And uh, and I do the valuation and we sit down with the person who owns it and I'm like, okay, so blah, 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 blah. Uh, I would arrange this property value uh, between kind of 420 and 440 and his face went grey and I you know and obviously smiling and I'm like I'm not sure if this is a good grey or a <laughs> and uh, and literally within seconds the person that was there helping me she was like um sorry Jade's training so this is a training evaluation right now uh I'm uh, I'm just going to take over for a moment I think I think we're probably looking around about the 610, 650 mark. And I was like, mm. and you know, like I wanted the fucking sofa that was sat in to literally swallow me up like that advert. Oh God. It was horrendous. And uh, and obviously I was like, yeah, dickheads, because you're sending me in three weeks fresh. So yeah. I didn't take any responsibility for that. But then obviously from that point onwards, I overvalued everything. I mean, I got everything on the market. Every fucking deal came in. And I, I bet you did. People are buzzing. Their house is yeah. worth a couple of hundred grand more than they thought. But the market was so saturated with buyers. We had so many buyers looking for properties. So it didn't matter because whatever I put on the books, I sold. I that sold. Is so funny. So um, yeah. Anyway, I earned a killing, but it got to a point where I was like, "This is soul destroying." It was mm. so dog eat dog. It was so fake. Like I didn't want to go. 
I always wanted a job that I could wear my click clock shoes and a nice pencil skirt and office attire. Really, I always wanted the office office attire job. <laughs> Lo and behold, eight months into it, I was like, get me a pair of fucking trainers. I need a pair Jade, of trainers. Jade, it's overrated. It's so overrated. Mm-hmm. But I tell but you what, I when you don't have that, Steve, I'm the same as Jade. I wanted that. I want the pencil skirt. I want the heel. I want the women's, the nice fitted shirts. And then you think about it and you're like, maybe oh, I don't want that actually. You yeah. don't want that. It's so uncomfortable. To be fair, like we have quite a relaxed dress code, I guess. It's sort of like dress for your day. If you're going to client meetings, then obviously look presentable, look smart. If you're in the office, you can just sort of wear jeans. Um, but no. Nah. Heels. Also, I've realised since COVID, I don't wear heels. And if I have to put them on in the office, I'm like, fuck this. It is torture for the eight hours that I'm there. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. I will do anything to avoid them at all costs. I don't mind like a heeled boot because they're more comfortable. But yep. Anything else? No, no. It's a no from me. No, absolute no. And do you know what? I actually went with one of my friends yesterday to Selfridges. She was treating herself because she's had a really shit year. And she was like, right, I've always wanted a pair of Louboutins. I'm going and getting them. Christmas present from me to me. I was like, I will come. I can spend other people's money very well. Anyway, I tried them on girls just because obviously I was there. I was never going to buy them. Oh, my God so uncomfortable she yeah. found them really comfortable but I was like nah I could not walk in these these are say, a waste of money for me because <laughs> they're known for being quite uncomfortable they look amazing yeah. but they are no enough no they no. looked beautiful but Jesus Christ the hill was probably the width of a toothpick I was thinking how on earth are you going to balance on them all night no. It was so old. Oh, no. I know, I know. No. Also, with my eye, every time I put a pair of heels on, I think I'm going to need a chiropractor appointment because it throws my head oh. so much. <laughs> and then I just think, is it worth the additional 65 quid that I'm going to need to kind of click me back back into shape because yeah. of these fucking heels? No, it's true. I'm, I'm here for a heeled boot. And if you're taking me to a lovely cocktail bar or something like that, um, you know, I might stretch it to a a little four inch but you got to be damned if you think I'm whacking them stilettos anymore no chance no way never in a million years love that we are grannies anyway there's loads of people going out in lovely hills now for their Christmas do's and their Christmas parties which they look as a... stunning as well but I just I'm not here for it I want to be warm and comfortable now which is so boring oh I saw a, a, this group of they were they were designers from over in Shoreditch they were in the pub yesterday for Christmas drinks before going to like a dinner dining experience and uh, the pub is so like cozy and Christmassy and it looks wonderful and these I'm talking there were like 30 absolutely stunning people of all different ages wearing the most incredible outfits they had all this face paint on because they're all designers so they've got all this got beautiful glittery face paint they just looked incredible the outfits this year girls oh it's making me very envious as I stand there in my jeans and (laughs) like mum jeans and trainers 
wiping fucking dirty tables but i was like they yeah i i I do want a good excuse to get dressed up girls so this week's episode is all about kind of reining it in this christmas because everyone is feeling the pinch a little bit more this christmas i think i will speak for myself we have had some discussions and uh stevie spoke to somebody yesterday who was talking about reining it in this christmas and having to kind of cut people off the christmas hosting list when it comes to having people round for the Christmas dinner and the Christmas drinks events. So we're going to get into that in a little while. But before we get there... Stevie's Word of the Week. This week's Word of the Week is Piscos. Oh, Piscos. I'm thinking of Pi. 3.14. No. Viscose. 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 Viscosity mean? Dunno, but I that came to my head as well. Viscosity, I think <clears throat> oh excuse me, is something to do with like liquid, how viscous something is. So yes, I think it's how runny it is. Yeah. Mm. Which is really not a scientific definition at <laughs> all. <laughs> Viscosity, like the, the density of something, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm just going to whack the two words together, pie and viscosity. And I am going to say it is the calculation of how thick wood is. Oh, oh. There you nice. go. Okay. It is how thick and dense wood is. The viscosity of that oak table right there is higher than you're ever going to find. There you go. Estate agent to oak salesman. <laughs> I'd have bought a table from you, Jade. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go that when you when you feel something, when you like the look of something like velvet and but you feel it and you don't like the feel. Oh, it's quite yeah. I wonder if there is a word for that, L. That's quite uh a... Well clearly it's not Piscos or whatever the word was. No, but it is about a feeling. So you're not a million miles away. For once. So this is um, the feeling you get when you sit in front of a fire and enjoy the warmth. Oh. Oh. Yeah. How lovely is that? Nice, Goss. That's a beautiful feeling. That is a beautiful feeling. Oh. I was going to say, I can't wait. Actually, no, we are going back to Tom's mum and dad's uh, tomorrow, actually. So I can't wait for a little moment of Piscos. Piscos. That word. Right, so this week's episode, we are talking about how you basically uninvite people from events. So the background of this is I was out for dinner with one of my friends. um, And as Jade said, everyone's feeling the pinch a little bit. And I think people are changing their traditions just naturally as your situation evolves. Um, So the debate we were having is... If you wanted to change your Christmas tradition and not have certain people at your house on Christmas, how would you do it? So the the background of this is they used to have really big family Christmas days. So I'm talking aunts, uncles, cousins. We're talking 15 people around the table for dinner. 
they now want to have a much smaller affair with like four or five people. How do you communicate that to the other members of the family? With great difficulty. (laughs) That is a really difficult one because uninviting, you know, not inviting someone is hard. Sending the invite out and then taking it back is even harder. I think if there's someone that's, you would like to think they'd be understanding. So if you explained your situation, really can't afford to have everyone around this year, obviously it's never going to be nice. And it's not a huge amount of time before Christmas. So they've then got to like find their new plans. But if they're a friend or a good friend or a good family member, hopefully they will understand. Yeah. Do you know the danger of it? I think people just expect, like, and and rightly, not expect, assume. People just assume. So you might not have had the conversation with them, but they're just assuming that they're coming to you or they're just assuming that you'll do something together because you've always done it. And I always think in these situations, it just highlights how bad people are at communicating Mm, and, like, having a potentially difficult situation uh, difficult conversation um yeah it's, it's awkward though isn't it so I'm, awkward I'm gonna play devil's advocate though like as somebody that's hosted loads <clears throat> like always hosted sort of thing we always host around our house we said this year not doing it this year we said no not doing it this year we're gonna go out we're gonna go and have a meal um and then we can have people back afterwards for some cheese and wine and stuff. But for the Christmas meal and all that, I don't want to cook, don't want to do none of it. Still feel the same way. However, the places that we were looking to book have had so-so reviews. And then I'm also thinking, I'm going to go down, sit down at someone at a, at, at a dinner table, not enjoy a roast dinner, and then be like, I could have done that better. I could have done that better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then and then at the same time, as much as I was like, you know, want it to be like smaller, just our immediate family and intimate, I would miss the bustle of having people in the house. So I am such a, no, I don't want all the fuss, don't want it all of it. And then at the next breath, I'm like, oh, man, I want more. I want, I want more. Or like, oh, this is not, this doesn't feel the same. So I wonder whether our listener could, not our listener, I wonder whether the suggestion is maybe saying to people, we can't afford to do that this year. So this year we're doing it different. Everyone has to bring a dish and we're going to share it at the dinner table together and we're going to finish up. We're going to start earlier and we're going to finish up earlier so that they can all kind of like have a bit of time together afterwards. I wonder whether there's a suggestion there in maybe going, okay, we don't want it to be the same. We can't afford it to be the same. And we don't want it to be as taxing on us. So why don't we set some boundaries and be like, everyone needs to bring a dish. Everyone needs to bring a bottle of something. Everyone needs to take a job when they get here, whether that is um, setting up the table, doing the washing up afterwards, being in charge of heating up the plates, whatever. I, I guess I think if you feel supported or you feel like it's a, a team effort, then it feels a little bit more like a, like a sharing as opposed yeah. to what it has. Def- I, know, I know that feeling of it feeling like you're hosting and then all of a sudden you're exhausted and want to just sleep at the end and everyone's having a whale of a time. And then 
I know what I've done. I've usually necked a few glasses of something to give me a little bit of energy and felt worse by the morning because I'm A, tired and B, hungover. So I'm definitely rethinking how uh, how we set up our Christmas uh, this year. And and I'm such a control freak, girls. I, I, I'm like, oh, no, it has to be like that. It has to be like that. So I have to kind of step away I've said I've said this year I'm just gonna step away I'm just gonna step away I'll take one job and that is it and so Jade are you actually having Christmas at she's home? having everyone over now she is you? isn't it oh, she no it's gonna be a smaller Christmas in that sense I don't even know girls not even had the conversation don't even know what's happening at Christmas this is I'm... the thing isn't it like people just I don't know it, oh, it's one of them things that it's almost like such a big task that you don't want to even address it yeah yeah but also don't admit to anything like if we say oh yeah we'll host and then actually the week before everyone's like fuck this shit you know i I know people need to make plans for christmas as well so that's not really like that's not helpful is it like everyone needs to make their own plans for christmas but again comes down to what you're saying steve the presumption that 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 you're going to be the person to host every year or do it again this year that's a conversation to be had and i think it's so difficult starting that conversation and that's why I think we was like right we're just gonna go away and go out and and have somebody else cook the dinner because we can't bother with all of that malarkey as well but at the same time you kind of need to have um you people that usually come round need to know so oh, how do you broach that conversation I don't know I was just thinking troubleshoot it and say to everybody oh just let you know we're not doing it like we usually do you have to bring a bottle you have to bring a, yeah. two dishes and you have to choose which job that you're going to, or you have to be delegated a job on arrival as to what you're going to be doing to to do it. And then just like letting people do it, I naturally would take over and be like, oh, don't worry, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. And now just yeah. like zipping up my mouth. Like that. I wonder as well if you say like, we're not all having Christmas dinners together anymore or what, whatever your setup is, but like say to people, you can come round from five o'clock onwards. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. we're we're doing it a bit different. Come round from five o'clock onwards. Enjoy your Christmas dinners, and we'll see you in the evening. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a great idea. Like my mum ends up doing Boxing Day most years, and that's fine because it's easier for my nan and granddad. Blah blah blah. But this year, my aunt and uncle said we're going to bake a ham or a gammon and a dofamol potato. You like do whatever else that you want to do, but we'll do that and we'll bring that this year. And my mum's like this is amazing because it means she doesn't have to cook and do the, I mean, we'll obviously do loads of other little bits, but it just makes life so much easier for people to take that off of, off of your plate, things like that. Like, and if everyone chipped in and did something, then you realize like, I've actually, you know, I'd make these things for us anyway. Like it's so much of a smaller job. It's nice to share it out then everyone has had an involvement. I was going to say then everyone feels like they've been involved. But I think the thing is when you're the guest, you're happy for everyone else to just do it. That's the problem. But it's so much nicer for the host to have less to do. I think that's exactly it. I think you're right, Jade. And and if it is like, unless this person, and Steve, you could tell us, unless this person just doesn't want specific people around. Do you know Do you know what I think it is? I think when you've got kids, everything changes, doesn't it? Like you don't want to feel like you're rushing uh, the kids to open their presents or you're rushing anything before people turn up. And then when people do turn up, you're not with your children, you're then hosting. So I think it's probably a little bit of everything. But yeah, I don't know. I think... Um, the worst part is as well, not too long ago, not 
bringing everyone's attention back to COVID, but everything was smaller. And I think in certain respects that showed a little bit of how simplicity is probably, um, simplicity can have its benefits, but then how do you do that when uh, life goes back to normal? So yeah, I don't know what they're going to decide, but I'm here for the, I'm here for the, for the, um updates so keep you posted yeah. oh my god I was gonna say keep us posted <laughs> oh. the thing is as well it's it's like L like I'm, I'm not putting the spotlight on you but it's even like um birthday parties and weddings isn't it like oh, things yeah. just get out of hand you're like well I can't have that person if I don't have that person and if I have that person I've got to have that person and it just gets mental you can because I always think I've not actually got that many friends if I was to do something but then it's always like do you invite partners well if I know that partner and I've known them for years but then so-and-so's just got with someone very recently and I don't know them like are they invited so Yeah. yeah I'm a bit funny like that as well like thinking about the big wedding I hate that there's going to be people because I I love the little one. I love looking around. I love everyone in the room. My brother's wedding, um, it, I suppose it might have been on the smaller side. I mean, there were still like 70 people there at the end, maybe more than that. But like he knew everyone in that room so well. Tom's got a thousand friends that I've never even met half of them. And they've all got partners who I definitely haven't met. And I'm like, no offense, but I don't want them there. So it is, you have to, and it's like the little wedding, if I was to have had, you know, it was deliberately small for numerous different reasons, which go into another day. But if I'd have said, right, I'll have this aunt, then that instantly adds maybe like 10 people minimum with aunts and uncles and then Tom's aunts and uncles, because then he would have had to have that. It just gets out of hand and you don't, like, where do you draw the line? Um, So I think, I mean, my personal thing is like, do what fucking works for you. I got a bit brutal with it because I was like, I need, we need to do this for us and for all the other reasons. So yeah, I think with Christmas and new years and whatever you're going to do, if people are snotty about it, that says more about them than it does about you. You're not saying, Oh, I just don't want people around anymore. There's a very valid reason. Times have never been harder. If you can't afford it, most people can't afford it. And you know what? I would rather someone said that then get themselves into trouble and be worrying about the next couple of months ahead because they've spent too much money on people that were none the wiser of what's going on Mm. I mean let's be fair let's bring it back what a wonderful problem to have that you have lots of people that want to come around you know Christmas is going to be really tough for a lot of people and a lot of people don't get the option to sit around a dinner table and be with loved ones so to not I don't mean to like be like be grateful I mean just to say you'll count your blessings because you actually may come away from Christmas if you do have people around and be like do you know what that was really nice which sometimes usually happens I think the stress of it the lead up to it the preparation the 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 financial burden and stuff like that can oversight the fact that actually all you kind of really want is to be around people having a nice time so if you can make that happen in a way that suits you best financially doesn't become too much of an issue like, well, not too much an issue at all and that you don't feel like you've um you've you know depleted yourself of all of your energy and all of your joy on the day because you're worried about other people I think you've got to kind of change your mindset sometimes as well I know that I need to take my own advice on this but 
just changing your mindset and saying, I I refuse to feel like I'm doing everything for everyone and not enjoying my Christmas day. So at any any point, make sure you keep doing a little check-in. Hold on a minute. How am I feeling? Am I running around after people? Yes, I am. I'm going to sit down. Someone can, can someone get me a glass of champagne, please? Can someone go and get me a glass of wine, please? You know, ask other people. If other people are there and they're happily using your electricity and your bathroom, then I think you can, you're well in within your rights. Your to say, oh, Jeff, go and get me a twiglet and a glass of Pinot, please. You know? Can we just talk about twiglets as well? They are top tier and I only ever have them at Christmas and I am so excited for my first twiglet. <laughs> Girls, I've had my body weight in mince pies already. We've, we've got them on sale, obviously, at the at the pub with uh, with mulled wine. I had my first Baileys last night, but yeah, I've definitely... Oh, I love a Baileys, but yeah, had a had a mince pie. I've had, yeah, I've had a, I've had a box of mince pies by this point and we're only in week one. Uh, good for you what are your plans girls are you at home are you away are you have you made any plans are you winging it so we've actually got quite a different Christmas this year because usually we're all together um but my brother's bought his first place and he's like nope we're having Christmas on our own if you want to come and join us for a drink fine but we're having it in our house which I think is really really lovely um so that'll be a bit different um but other than that no real plans just nice well it will just be family together slightly smaller scale and yeah just looking forward to Christmas dinner as well I don't know why Christmas dinner hits differently doesn't it it oh does. my god, it's just the best. Oh yeah. mate, I can't wait. Stuffing, stuffing is my oh, stuffing pigs and blankets, the whole shit. Yes. Oh. oh yeah. And do you know what? I've really not felt very festive this year. And usually I've got all my presents. I don't have all my presents. And I know this is probably gonna sound really mean. I don't even care. I just <laughs> feel like the main thing is we're all together. People who I love are together. Like you say, Jade, the people who just grateful for the people sitting around the table this year. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And nothing else matters. Totally agree. I haven't bought a single present. I haven't even read a card yet. No. I may never. <gasps> you love a card. I've not read a card. I've not bought a present. I've, uh, girls, I've not even thought about it. Will there be a last minute run around panic buyer? Potentially, but I've got a limit. I've got a, a financial limit that I'm spending this year. Everything has to come underneath that. And again, it is going to be more about like the thought is going to go into it. Like I said, everyone's getting something homemade. Stevie, you're not getting chutney. That's fine. <laughs> you're not getting the chutney. <laughs> Do you know, I listened chutney. to that back and I felt so bad. Oh, and then I thought my my intention was like, don't pay the money for the jar. Don't do this. Like, honestly, a cup of tea will be fine. But I don't oh, think it really came across. No. Just an ungrateful cow over it. <laughs> no, don't be silly. That's very silly. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, whatever. Ginger, ginger nuts and chutney. That's what's coming out of my ass from the Christmas. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok, long story short. Oh, fuck. Head over to our TikTok, long story short pod to see what we've been up to. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short.
Bye. Bye. Bye.